We kick off hour number three of the program. All phone calls brought to you on the Big Orange Philly phone line. Check out Big Orange Philly in halls. Manorville Pike. They've got you covered. Lunch, dinner, or to watch Tennessee play. It'd be a great place to go tonight, actually. Tell me you heard about them on Fandom Radio. 9 o'clock tip-off between Arkansas and Tennessee. Up first this hour, we have uh, Roberto on the phone lines. What's up, Roberto? You're on three and out. Morning, boys. How are we? Alive and well. Outstanding. Uh, Charlotte was lovely yesterday. Thank you for getting me a third of the way there, Houston. I appreciate it. I do my best. Uh, guys, you ever have a start to the morning? Uh, your kid comes in. Daddy, I think the fridge is leaking. Oh, crap. Go uh, get up early, pull the fridge out, which takes forever. Clear out the fridge so you can move it. No, uh, realize there's no leak. And you just realize your dog's getting old. <laughs> Can't make it through the night anymore. Oh, no. Poor guy. Damn. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. There we have it, gents. Age yeah, comes for uh, us all. So, yeah. Uh, speaking of, I was at the, uh, speaking of age comes for us all. Actually, it's funny you say that because that's how I was going to segue. So, Rick Barnes. Uh, I was at the home of Rick Barnes yesterday, uh, Lenore Ryan. Mm. And uh, here's my thought, gents. Um, I figured it out. It's not that I don't like the man. I kind of love the man. I also don't like old curmudgeons, speaking of dogs that pee on the floor in the middle of the night. And I think that's when I'm over. That's it. It's not that he's got bad offense. It's not that we value defense. It's not that it's boring. It's not that it's bad boring at times. It's that he's a curmudgeon and won't change at all. Hmm. He does seem to be stuck in his ways. Mm-hmm. And How do you feel about that, Nate? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's do you feel like Bear's right well, and I'm, I, I, I'm just an I entitled just, little prick? Is that right? Am I right? That's what Bear said about me the other night. No, so I, no it's both. It's both. At 42, I'm, I'm an entitled youth. Uh, it, it's both. Like, I'm glad Rick Barnes has a high floor as a basketball coach. Yes. Right. Yes. But yeah, even I he. See, I, see, I tend to agree with that. Even he has said, like, it's time for phase two. And he's gotten the players that are, I mean, I think he believes. At, at least they, the way they're rated, yeah. like, should be phase two type players. And, yeah. th- and those are the guys that he's picked. So if they're if they're rated wrong, then how he, many phases are there, Nate? I, he I, did. Think, I think just two. Well, but, that's a good, that's, oh, okay. that's a really good question. We entered phase two, but maybe phase seven is national championship good, and we're still stuck in phase two. Yeah, he's he's on the Butch Jones plan. We're in phase two in year seven. I don't think he meant it that way. I mean, I, he he's if anything, he's he has more candor than than he should at times. Not le, not Butch Jones. You know, yeah. Rick yeah. Barnes doesn't have uh, all these. Crazy cliches. You don't get a lot of BS with yeah, him. He doesn't hide a ton. He of should stuff. actually probably have less candor. Like <laughs> right. maybe not tell us she would have went to UCLA. <laughs> yeah, if the exactly. Would have gotten yeah. taken exactly. care of. But oh, I, that that is one hundred percent. That is, you know, I, I would not say I'm a Barnes basher. I'm not. I don't bash the man. I think he's a good man. I think he's a Hall of Fame basketball coach, and I, there's no arguing either of those points. But you say something stupid like that. And you expect the fan base to just kowtow to your every whim, you know what I mean, and just believe everything you say. That's not going to happen. People don't trust people. And, and if you're going to do that at one school, don't do not do it at Tennessee. Like, if you're not one of ours and we see that, we don't like you. And, frankly, heard somebody say that weeks and weeks ago, is he's just never assimilated, essentially. Mm. Um, 
he you know his wife's from here or whatever uh you know um he owns land in east tennessee or something like that uh but i he's just never assimilated moving on from the basketball team they play tonight and i don't even care i might stay up and watch it i'm more concerned about the baseball team Malia Huna coming back, which was bigger today, gents? Because I really think that the Tony V situation, I'm glad it seems to be over, but I, I was told by somebody extremely close to the situation he might get more games than that. So I'm kind of surprised. I don't I, I don't surprised. think the Tony aspect is necessarily done. You don't. Okay, cool. No. So you're you're on the same page with me then. Um what was more important, getting Ahuna back or getting Tony V back? I said Tony. The, uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm on the Ahuna train right now. And and uh, Charlie Collier also said Ahuna just because he's he's that good. And with Elander, and I thought it was a good point. He said with Elander and Anderson, you've got. I mean, essentially, they're the guys who are doing stuff in the game. Exactly. Tony's more of the uh, the, the midweek guy, and obviously, like the off the field stuff, and. Unfortunately, the Tony's office. a CEO, and he lets his coaches coach, and he does, and it's great. And so I, I thought that was a really good point by Charlie. Like with Elander yep. and Anderson, you really in a game don't need Tony. And unfortunately, those guys Elander are qualified to be head coaches on their own. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was saying Elander has experience. Unfortunately, yeah, because of the prior suspension. Yeah, there's four. He's undefeated. <laughs> he is. He is. And Frank Anderson's run at Oklahoma State, like an eight-year run at a pretty well-regarded baseball program. Like, for some reason, that just kind of goes untalked about when, like, talking about our staff on the broadcast. Mm, yeah. They're, we're an experienced team, too, for the most part. I mean, guys yeah. have played games. Yeah. I think getting a Huna back now so that he can get in the swing of things mm-hmm. before SEC play is so big. You could tell me right now. You could say, Berto, you can have Malia Huna back today, but you lose Tony for 10 games. I said, that's a no-brainer. Plus, we'll probably go like eight and two in those ten games, even if we drop a weird midweeker, right? Mm. I'd be fine with that. That's where I'm at. Malyahun is a huge deal, and I love that. Hey, you say say whatever you want. Jazzy's filled in really well at shortstop. I saw him play in high school. I didn't think that he would translate to a Division One level, but uh, cheers to Jazzy and go CAK. You guys have a great day. Thanks, Red. I appreciate it. Thanks for the call. Yeah, we we tossed this around yesterday, Nate, without knowledge of what would happen with Tony Vitello and Maui Huna. But if you had – I think – did we say 20 games? We didn't yeah. say 10. Because if it's 10, I'm taking Maui back. But I think we did 20. Yeah. If the NCAA had said, all right, it's a 20-game suspension, you can't split them, it has to be the player or it has to be the coach. Maybe, did we say 30? Uh, it, was it was 20. Okay. Yeah. Would you get? Would you rather have Maui back for the next 20 games or Tony V for the next 20 games? And the other one is absent from your dugout. I think 20, I would actually, in a just a by nose, take 20 V. 10 or less, I'd take. To now. be suspended or to be out there? To be to be there. I, 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 took, sus- I took Tony Vitello sus- also. Yeah, because I just think it'd be such a big change to to then have your coach come back for game 21, yeah. even though your team's been kind of full, so to speak. If you, if you did 20, he'd miss two. Two SEC series, right? Three. To three. me, it's more about the and cohesion part, at 20 and games. two of the three LSU games. If he did oh one. yeah, yeah. We gotta have him back for that. Yeah. My whole thing was with where we are now. Like we're we're still the bad guys in college baseball. Every time Tennessee is mentioned, that tweet is flooded with Arkansas fans, LSU fans. 
I mean, every SEC team just, they're so classless. Like, I I think him being gone for that long, Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously it's not a good look. I don't want to call it a bad look. I'd give them a lot of ammo. Yeah, and it's just a... I, just for the program's sake, I think it's important to have your skipper in the damn dugout. And I think if he had to miss 20 games, things just look a lot different. So I, I took Tony by a by a nose for 20 games. But doesn't matter now because we got them both and I, back. And I can't lie. I mean, I guess I could see it more because I haven't really seen a Huna play. Sure, yeah. We're just going based off, oh, he's a fourth-rated draft prospect, mm-hmm. you know, he hit 396 at Kansas. How good is that? I mean, he's going to see some of the best pitching he's ever seen, probably. You know, well, that's why it's good to get him back now because he'll be I mean, a little more dialed in by conference yeah, play. Yeah, ten games at home, you know, things like that. So, yeah, it's just a, a boost to the whole team. Mm-hmm. So, where are we on the the if if Ahuna is he he's good to go now is is Tony like good to go like Berto kind of hinted at maybe maybe not like I don't understand the whole like did as of yesterday they're both us, back did Corbin turn us in has that been confirmed well, uh you, that'll never now. get confirmed but I'll confirm it okay well and then you said the Kansas coach was former LSU, LSU assistant, assistant. Uh, yeah everybody's out to get us per usual I mean you think about it yeah yeah. Anybody in the SEC who's been good mm-hmm. in the last ten years, yeah, program or coach, hates us, and they will do anything they can to hmm. go at Tony. Did you see our home run thing now? Mm-mm. Lightsaber, or as Roberto called it, the flight saber. The flight saber. I like it. We had the like so is the fur coat and daddy hat just gone? I thought I saw it at one point, didn't we? Yeah, uh, yeah, no, they like had them the earlier. First game or second game? I forgot who it off. was. Of course, you know the NCAA has gotten a lot more. Yeah, has been the dugout. Uh, I think it was Virginia Tech the other day. Someone absolutely just crushed a home like a three run home run or something. And I think their players said to hell with the NCAA rules. Did they bring their big hammer out? Yeah, on the- yeah, they brought their hammer out to the to the field. They did. Yeah, and they said, all right, like we don't care. Nothing was done about it. Hmm. I like that. Good for good for them. Good for them. Because remember, wasn't it in the postseason last year? They were like, you can't have this anymore. Yeah. And it's so weird, though. Like, a dugout such a tight, confined space for a team of that size to, you know, I celebrate know. something good. If anything, it's a health hazard. It could, could be dangerous. Slip on a bat. I don't want our guys swinging a lightsaber around everybody. What poke if Ahuna gets cleared just to take a lightsaber to the eye? Poke, yeah, poke an eye out with that thing. Keep the sunglasses on. Um, Brian just sent this and said that Evan Russell had an interview yesterday. I mean, obviously he's not on the team, but he's still familiar with the team. He said that Tony's suspension has galvanized the team and the Mm. entire roster is pissed off for greatness. Okay. What do we think about the new uh, pitch clock stuff? Did you see that game end on a pitch clock violation? Or no, it was a batter clock violation. I'll be honest. For us, no, I, no, I'm talking I, about there was a college one. Uh, for us, I, thought, I think it's fine. Uh, like we pitch so fast, and usually we're ready to hit. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. It, I think it'll bother a lot more other teams than it will us. Yeah, they're yeah they're going through the spring training right now, right? Yeah, yeah and it's so. been yeah. Well, Although this is the time to get used to. Did it. you see the clip though? Someone put it in the group thread. It's 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 a one pitch versus an entire three out half inning. 
And it's the same amount of time. Kind of nice. I know, like, Billy Stats was like, are any baseball purists actually, were they actually mad about the length of games? I, I think somebody like me that was kind. I'm kind of on the. I'm kind of on the fence. You know, I've come back to baseball, and Tony V and the Vols have helped me even pull me back into Major League Baseball a little more. I think the quicker game will help. Max Scherzer struck out a guy in 27 seconds. Yeah, I'm watching it right now. I mean, it's crazy. I got a question. Check the. Yeah. Yes, Adam, go ahead. Where's Camden Sewell been? I think he's hurt. Hmm. I thought he. he okay, he's back. Yeah, yeah, he came back for yeah no no year. like huh. I, I didn't know what you meant. Yes, he's on the team. No, I don't think I, he's I pitched he, this year. He had left that uh, he went, no. Long. We thought he was, and then he announced he was coming back. Oh, okay, big camsel. Oh, that you talk about like if you he get him said. back mid season, talk about a big boost. Yeah, our bullpen's really struggling right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Brett? They didn't give up a hit. They didn't give up a base runner. <laughs> they didn't make an error in the field either five straight games so far that's really good yeah okay so our so our second team preseason all-american this year yeah he hasn't, hasn't even he appeared hasn't, no and our bullpen is okay we're, we're, we're he's alone. also a guy that could start a game in a pinch you know Absolutely. he'd be a starter for like 90 percent of he'd the teams the, in the country he'd be the ace for yeah He'd be the ace. 90%. Yeah, probably. yeah. An ace starter for 98%. Yeah, probably. yeah. I mean, so would Seacrest, honestly. Well, like, he, yeah. he'd start for any other team. Okay, so this year, yeah, yeah I'm just ch- catching up here. Yeah, this year is his COVID extra year. Right. Wow. Man, I'm kind of surprised he didn't move on. I mean, I feel like he's got big league bullpen potential, but I'm glad he's back. He was so good. Really, the last two years in Hoover, he was so good. Good guy to have. Uh, Callum tweets in, apparently Camden Sewell is sore, currently going through a throwing program, and he'll be back soon. Okay. I mean, that sucks, but I'm glad he's on track and not like uh, a year. Compared I mean, to, a lot of this happened to a lot of pitchers around the country. We can, country. We can, we can, I was going to say, we can afford it. <laughs> like, there's, n- there is no need to rush him or, or try him mm-hmm. a, a hair too early. Like, just let him get right. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Argue instead of t- talk amongst yourselves. That's gonna be our new three and out phrase. Argue amongst yourselves Argue amongst during this commercial break. We'll be back. Hour three continues. If you miss any portion of the program, check out the podcast and get those directly to your device on iTunes. Just search for Fan uh, Run Radio. Uh, Thank you, I will. The Fan Run Radio app as well. If you uh, can only listen on the airways. It's a, free, it's a free app. It's a free app. Fan Run Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Poor John Tweet still listening on TuneIn. I mean, that's fine. You uh, know, we, I've we actually... appreciate the listening, but... Is it TuneIn or iHeart? TuneIn is the one where you can like rewind or something, or is that what you're talking about? 
Um, I never even heard of that. T- the TuneIn app? No. It was a bigger thing when iHeart and it were battling out for app supremacy. No, I downloaded iHeart. Yeah? Cannot listen to anything. Mm, yeah. No matter how many times I verify my login and email, it just, they're like, nope, sorry, not verified. I'm like, okay, well, we're just done here. Well, you know why, right? No. They, I think they're the ones that, like, saved Cumulus nationwide and, like, bought it. Like, it all became the iHeartRadio brand. And so, as with anything, the bigger it gets, the harder it is to manage. And now you're seeing the, I mean, it's like what we talk about with, like, the ESPN app, like, I mean, that's the, so you bad. would think the biggest, most successful sports platform on the planet would have the best app, or at least a very good app, right? But <laughs> At least a good app. At least an app that works. But uh, a lot of times that's not, that's not the way it goes. Clearly they need, not. They need to start using Pod Pipers. Uh, maybe make uh, things run a little bit smoother for mm-hmm. ESPN. I'm sorry, what? Pied Piper. You really need to watch the Yeah, he wouldn't get it. Yes, I'm the only one who didn't get that joke. It's no, my fault. Anybody that hasn't watched Silicon Valley wouldn't get it. He's right, hey, but that's Silicon my Valley point. Fans. Thanks, yeah, I had no clue. thanks to me, though, Chris now knows what the D2F measurement means. No, I don't. We'll talk about that I later. I showed you the video. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> Let's. Uh, we're done. Yeah. We're done now. Yeah, it's, Blank to floor. Yeah, we got it. We're, we got we're it. done. <laughs> We got it. Yeah, the angles. Joey's right? got his new bracket out. Thank God. Joey does. All right, where are thank we? Where are God, we? Joe Lenardi. We're going to give Brett the floor We're for three, bracketology. A three seed in the East region, which is Purdue's region. Purdue. Mm. The two in there is Kansas State. I like it. The, uh, obviously, we're three. We would be playing Furman. Oh. Oh. Mm. Well, all right. George Quarles. Oh. <laughs> Formerly. George Quarles. The 6 and 11 in that little mini bracket is Creighton and Nevada. Although, I don't know. Maybe we're really good. Creighton's a 6? Turning down as well. I'm out. Maybe we're good against the the most, like, three rim teams, you know? Like, we beat Alabama. That's a good point. Like, maybe because our three-point defense is so good, we're actually better against teams that won't take the mid-range shot. Because we have enough bigs, right, that hang around the basket and make those shots tough. And our guards, the one thing they can do is really lock in and not allow people to shoot threes. We're worse against attacking teams. So that's the thing, I guess. Like, how good are they? We're actually worse against teams that don't shoot the three quite as well and just have to have more rim opportunities. Back to that D2F thing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I. You got a ruler? Yeah, what do you, do you think want to about go? You want to go sit in the lobby? The three point. Keep uh, it up. Shooting, uh, Chris. Three point shooting. Three point shooting. It's weird, right? Because you look at Missouri, they hit what fourteen against us or something, and they beat us. And that's how they beat us is they just hit a bunch of crazy threes. So I don't know, man. Like I go back and and I'm just thinking through my head of how have we lost tournament games under Rick Barnes. It's usually when a team gets red hot from three. So maybe it is a good thing that we're very capable to guard the three, but it's. I feel like at some point, like it doesn't matter how good you are. If a team just has that night, it really doesn't matter. Well, it's, so it's better to be good, though. Well, no. Because uh, then yes. you're less likely I mean, to I give don't up wanna, that night. Yeah, and you're. But no, but I don't know that you are. Because, like, think back to Ryan Klein. Like, he wasn't catching wide open, setting his feet, checking the wind, looking at the angle. 
He, that guy that guy was catching, running away from the basket, turning, fading away, and just launching it up there, and it went in. Michigan went 6 of 16. Not great. Loyola, Not bad. Not they great. were only 6 of 16? Mm-hmm. No, Loyola didn't hit many. Loyola, all, Chicago went 8 for 20. I mean, good percentage-wise, but. No, that Man, good. it felt like Michigan hit a lot more than that. I feel like they hit them all early, and then it was uh ah uh, what was was not the not Dickinson who's the other guy in the middle? We shot eleven percent from three against Michigan. But I want to say Diabate or something. Yeah, like it was something like that. Two of eighteen. Diacate. Two of eighteen. Yeah. Yeah, we shot terrible. We hit two threes against Michigan. We didn't even shoot well from two. Either. Good lord. Oregon State shot forty-seven point six percent from three against you. They were ten of twenty-one. They were on fire. They also blew you out of the building. We also yeah. shot. 19.2%. We were 5 of 26 from 3. They yep. were 10 of 21 from 3? We yep. only shot 12 free throws against Michigan. They shot 20. That's also another... I mean, this is the recipe for disaster with this year's... Like, last year's yes, team is very no, similar to yeah, this year's yeah, team. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's a lot of the same dudes. God, Kennedy Chandler was amazing in the second half of that mm-hmm. game. I mean, just clawed you back into that thing. Furman's 89th in Kimpong. Right. Don't right. they shoot a ton of threes? They're 34th and looks like the adjusted offense, 179 in defense. Tempo at one, and they're ranked 116. But no, to your point, uh, I, and that's the good thing about this team. Like, no, Furman, no yeah. shots come easy. Like, we don't give up cheap ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, occasionally, yeah, but not Furman consistent. Is second in the country in two point percentage because the only twos they shoot are Ren. great ones. Yep. Yep. They're mm. 10th in effective field goal percentage, which is crazy considering they shoot a bunch oh, of threes. That's good. Yeah. So they do shoot a bunch of threes. Uh, yeah, 14th in the country on um, three points attempts per foot. So they're 14th in in what I would call three point rate. They're 14th. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they still have to win their conference tournament. They did get a big win to get the, I think, to get the number one seed. Uh, Saturday. So, and we get the small tournament starting up here soon, so that'll be fun. Uh, they actually started last night. Mm, yeah, I saw uh, Charlie Collier, your your mid major conference tournament guru. I don't think anyone in the country is more excited for those than him. Furman has. He's going to uh, bet every game. Did you hear that? No, yeah. I didn't. He's betting every game. It's like three hundred and thirty. Yeah, it's a lot. He's going to bet every single. Furman has six guys that have attempted more than 53s on the season that all shoot more than 35%. And then they have another guy that's attempted 150, and he's 34.7. <laughs> so, like, it's it's not just a, like every kid on the team is putting them up. It's not just like I got three guys that, you know, all they do is shoot. So. I'm watching the highlights of the Oregon State game. Man. Why? What are you doing? I've actually not watched these since that game happened, so I've never watched. You're going to make Nate pull up the damn Purdue tape again. No, nah, I'm going to watch Michigan. I, I mean, they were. The uh, they I was were trying to remember the out. end. Like, what happened? Like, what did we run late? How do we lose that game? We lost by six, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. like, you know, just Victor Bailey Jr. Last eight minutes. Like, what? No, did we I do? feel like I feel like we cut it to four, and we had the ball, and I feel like maybe Kennedy missed the layup. March Madness counts. Put up full replays of these now. Nice. Full? Yeah, full. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we'll come back with more hour three next. Purdue breakdown.
You'll know it when you hear it. So Similar to this, beachy, surfy vibes. Look up Dick Dale. So last year against Michigan, uh, we had the ball down two. Two and a half to go-ish, 220. I'm going to let you finish, but this is one of my least favorite exercises <laughs> that we do on this show. Where for It's funny because normally I know exactly what game you're going to pull up and watch. It's always the Purdue game. It is always and forever the Purdue game. And now you're going to bring back the Michigan game. And I get it because you know what tomorrow is, Nate? Tomorrow is March. <laughs> so we are right there. We are on the cusp. Of the NCAA tournament. So we have to go back and we have to relive March. And I'm just telling you, you're about to piss me off. And I welcome it because... Yeah, yeah, you're not pissed off at me. No, 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 no. (laughs) You're just about to piss me off. You're going to do the things that piss me off, but it's not not you that I'm pissed off at. Right. I'm just about... I'm finna get pissed off. Go on. So we had the ball at 220 to go, and we brought it down, and no one on the coaching staff for Tennessee sideline made any type of call. They just... That's not true. Schwartz throws the clipboard down and puts his hands over his face and looks into his lap. I think because he was the defensive guy, and we just gave up a bucket in a tie game to Michigan, whatever they were doing. I I haven't gone back that far. He was calling the Lord right there, just like, son of a... Barnes doesn't do anything. You just they're they're not even he's not even standing up. It is the final. There is two minutes and twenty seconds left in a game to go to the Sweet Sixteen, and my man is on his ass. It's a long game. His <laughs> legs are probably tired. He's been walking back and forth. I mean, you got oh that. God, that just hit me. He's got that eight foot stretch that he can walk in, and he, you know. Hickman, I'm a little surprised you aren't more dialed in here. This is like right up your alley. I'm actually trying to find a picture of Rick Barnes I can use for tomorrow morning. So we, on so, Twitter. so we, we bring the ball across the timeline. Kennedy Chandler kind of looks over like, uh, what, what we, are we doing? What, what are we doing? doing? Uh, nothing really has said anything. So he starts just kind of going into our regular offense, which because nothing is called and it's crunch time. Obviously, you're down two with two two twenty to go. They've just does that know, is that crunch time. I, I think that I think that I think uh, that's under four time. in the NCAA tournament scrunch time. I don't think we. Uh, yeah, the under four timeout that starts that at, when the play begins after that. To me, that's crunch if time. if you're within range to win the game, that is do or die time. Yeah. Um. So I just, I just wanted I, to clarify. I don't think, so. and I don't know that we ever get within. We don't ever get within one possession in this game again. Not after. No. Not so, after I mean this. that was. Yeah, that was crunch time. Um. Yeah, but he didn't so, know that at the time. So we we just kind of start running our ne- regular offense, but not very well because everybody kind of expected something more to be to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, we end up actually getting two pretty good looks by Kennedy Chandler, kind of a, a one-handed runner. Then he gets his own rebound, has to shoot over two dudes, misses. Then he fouls the rebounder, which was like compounded. The I mean, he like you said, he had brought us all the way back that game. Mm-hmm. Um, they were actually good looks, but they weren't. They didn't come out of the offense at right, all. Right, he had to just right. do it himself because our coaching staff gave the no, team. No, he does it with no like a nifty boost. fake crossover yeah. recross. No with boost his, at his all. right hand. It was a great move, but yeah. So so then we foul. Michigan goes down, makes both ends of a one and one to go up four. Then we come back down the court, down four with right here, now Here Z- it comes. Zakai Ziegler. Sorry, we bring the ball down the court. Um yeah. 
I mean, there's there's still over a little over two minutes to go because you know mm-hmm. they, they didn't Shot. have any time off their yep. possession. Clock they was just stopped. Made the they made throws. their free throws. Yep. So we bring the ball down the court. Kenny Chandler brings it down. Actually, it might have been smart to save time. Doesn't <laughs> doesn't look over to the sideline at all because why would he? They're not calling a play the last possession. Why would they call one here? Yep. And Rick Barnes stands. He's standing up this possession. See, told he's you. trying to call timeout to the ref, and the ref's yeah. like, whoa, "Whoa, whoa!" He almost grants. He raises his hand, but doesn't blow his whistle. He's like, "Whoa, whoa, coach, no." You're not under two minutes. You can't call a timeout. Has it come from a player? Kenny's not paying attention. Barnes stumps his feet, throws a little mini temper tantrum, looks at the assistants like, I can't believe we're not doing this right, and then starts yelling at Vescovy over in the corner, hey, call a timeout for me. Call a timeout. And we finally get the timeout. He called a timeout as okay. best he could. So What's the problem? Well, the first problem is now there's only 22 seconds on the shot clock. Only 22. Come on. The NBA's 24. This is plenty of time. Kenny Chandler inbounds the ball to Zakai Ziegler at the top. Great idea. Michigan has now switched into their zone. I'm sh- we dialed a play up for man-to-man. Surely we have a quick comebacker, though, if they go zone. Hey, okay, they went zone. Run run this. I'm. We might. Ha- we may have. I'm not sure because Zakai does make a double-handed signal as he lets the ball bounce. So Zakai... Throws the crane? Nobody, uh, kind of a, more like a muscle thing. Okay, okay. Um, kind of like a, a, a flex, kind of like, sure. like a little mini flex. Real quick. If we... Uh, I don't know that that's, that might have been the same thing we called in the huddle. I don't know. Or maybe Zakai went, hey, they're in zone. We're switching to this. I don't know. Because, again, we, we, Rick Barnes is sitting down and not saying a word. That's a one minute... He's 50, older. One minute, 57 seconds left in the, uh, in the game. You're down four. And we're recalling a play out high. There's now 18 seconds on the shot clock. We've done nothing. Zakai's still in the logo. Zakai leaves the logo with 16 seconds. Okay, you on the say shot he's, clock. he's surveying the court. Right. Yeah. We run double down screens mm-hmm. so that our wings our wings can pop out against the two three zone, zone where they don't really even need to have that. Um, so we did not switch to a zone play. I, it doesn't look like it to me. We 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 all we try to pass it to Vescovy, but that's the one guy that. They extended and didn't allow that pass. Right, right. As soon as Vescovy, or as soon as Zakai picks up his dribble, that guy then dives back down to the low post area. Uh, Fulkerson has now flashed up to the elbow area, along with Josiah, who's playing the other post position. Good spots to be against yeah. the two three zone. Yep, yep. Right in the middle. Um, we swing the ball to Kennedy on the right side. Fourteen seconds on the shot clock. I'm visualizing. Okay, right side, Kennedy with the ball. I love where we're at. Now, Vescovy rises from the corner. There's a back screen. Opposite side. Yeah, opposite side. Okay. Vescovy rises from the corner towards the 45 three-point spot. Okay. Fulkerson steps out and back screens the top guard in the 2-3. Beautiful. Vescovy is open. Rounding out the top, right? He's rounding. Chandler doesn't pass it, just dribbles towards him instead of throwing the flare pass. And now Fulkerson decides to step in and rescreen the guard on the ball side of the 2-3 zone. Uh-huh. Now Vescovy is no longer open. Michigan has passed it off. They've bumped their forward up to Vescovy and their other guard to take the ball screen as Chandler comes off of it. The top guard has taken Fulkerson briefly on the roll. And now Kennedy has no one else to pass it to except Zakai, who pops back up to the 45, back on the right the side he's gone away from. Josiah moves from the elbow down towards the short corner, and Zakai Ziegler has the ball in the right wing, 45-degree angle, NBA range, three-point land. How much time? Eight seconds on the shot clock. Then what do we do? Zakai gap dribbles towards the, the nail. 
Perfect thing to do, right? Yep. Draw two. Right to he it. He now has two guys on him. inside. He, he is inside the paint with sure. Hunter Dickinson and number 10 for Michigan, both guarding him. The problem is Josiah James is almost at the three-point line now in the corner because that's his favorite play. No, he he actually was lower and has moved away. As Zakai's driven the ball towards the basket, he's giving him Josiah space. is running away from the basket. Selfless teammate, giving Zakai space. Fulkerson is now setting another screen with a foot on the three-point line. Kenny Chandler's even with the logo out beyond NBA range. He's not in shooting position. Vescovy is now moving back towards the corner again outside on the three-point line. Are you telling me that Kennedy there's Chandler seven, is oh, okay? There's he, seven seconds on the shot clock. Kenny Chandler. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. The, it's a big logo. When you said, it, lo- oh yeah, sorry. When it, you said it, logo, the logo does get. Almost to where the uh, to where you'd shoot as an NBA player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's when you huge. say logo, I'm thinking like oh, closer no, to no, half it's, court. It's, it's but it's like. the NCAA tournament. So the guy is huge. Has Hunter Dickinson help off? He can't get a shot off. Kennedy keeps looping around, so he kicks it to Kennedy Chandler, who actually has an angle going left, but he's just missed in this exact same spot the previous possession. He starts to drive left. Dickinson comes over and helps on him naturally. Now the guy's wide open, 45 degree angle. Four seconds on the shot clock now. Running out of As time. we're down four with a minute 43. Can you show me the screenshot just one more time this real one, quick? That one's hilarious, isn't it? I mean, that one's just absolutely comical. Is that Rick Barnes on the far left? Still sitting down. Yeah, sitting yeah. down. Yeah. With a minute 43 What to would go. Pat Summit be doing if there's a minute 43 seconds left, four seconds on the shot clock, and her players don't seem to understand that the violation's about to happen? i tell you what, she Maybe Dean be... Lockwood. Even Holly Warlick. What are they doing? They're not sitting down. <laughs> Screaming. I mean, there was. Well, somebody's calling. Somebody's calling seven or playmaker. I was gonna, at, I was gonna say at twelve, right? Uh, yeah, they or call ten it, or whatever. Yeah, they call it usually twelve, so, eleven, ten. They want to go at seven. They want to. Yes, called seven? they call it seven because you started it. You got to go eight. at seven. Yeah. At seven, you have got to go. You got to be going at it, seven. It's essentially once you get to eight, you better start it because it takes about seven seconds if you have to complete the full action. I got you. It's a seven second play. Yes. So let's go at 10-ish. So there's elements, like if right. she can just take someone off the dribble, you can score with yeah. four. Yeah. Obviously, you use three of yeah. the seven when seconds. When I used to go watch practice, they just called it playmaker, but that was a yeah. mouthful, and, and so I think seven's what they got shortened to. Yeah. Um, Alright, so so he does. He kicks to Zakai. Zakai catches it in the pocket, both feet coming down. He is... This is a perfect NBA range three-point shot. You're down four. You could use three points. Yep, you could. A three is a great look at this point. Ah, uh, you're about to do the thing where you piss me off, aren't you? There's three seconds on the shot clock. Rick Barnes still seated. Zakai doesn't pull the trigger. What? Now, part of it, I mean, I, I don't know. You watch this live. Like, Can he get this shot off? I mean, that's a big dude running out at him. Yeah, if, if he shoots it immediately. I mean, I think he gets it off. It'd be challenged. I mean, that's a really good closeout by the Michigan dude. I mean, it he, was that it, cat it, went from the block. Uh, he could have got that off. It was a slow pass. He could have also Kenny pumped too. and shot it. Kenny needed to fire it. See how much that ball floated yeah, and how it, high Zakai had to catch it. Didn't have heat on it. You got to put zip on that thing. All right. Zakai then goes left, spin move back to the right, gets to the nail, floater up and good. After all that bad offense, Tennessee has scored to cut it to timeout, Tennessee. Oh, no, wait. It's not a timeout. It's just a stoppage. It's under two minutes. It goes to review. We still had the ball in our hand with zero on the shot clock. Under two minutes in the NCAA tournament with your coach sitting down. Down four. You're down four, and you ran 30 seconds off the clock 
and did not get a shot attempt. And I mean, I know we actually took one, but literally by the rules of the game, no, it that, doesn't that count. was not an attempt. You, it doesn't count. You you are down four with two minutes to go in the NCAA tournament. Two oh eight to be exact. If we do the thirty minus when the possession started, two oh eight to go NCAA tournament. You ran thirty seconds off the shot clock, did not get an attempt, and you're down four. That's coaching malpractice, and that's what we're talking about. And to the people who are going to say, well, that was last year. Things have changed. Uh, go watch the Texas A&M game. Go watch the closing minutes of that game. Oh, yeah. and we Go go watch every close year. game we've been in this year. It's we're, not changed. What are we, 0-7 when we, lead, yeah. when we trail at the five-minute mark? Yep. What did the legendary high school coach I started working for always say? Hey, you're going to win a lot of, you're gonna win a lot of blowouts. You're going to lose maybe some blowouts. Most of the time... Almost all the time, those do not come down to coaching. The close games are when the coaching matters. MB. Like, pretty much any competent coach this week, you know, or on Saturday beats that South Carolina team, right? I mean, it's it's these games. Nate, they could have dumped down. us on the bench that day, <laughs> and Tennessee wins by 20. Final segment. Back at you next. It's a new day, Crest. New season. New team. Arkansas tonight. Get excited. Punch your lights out. All you had to do was say Michigan hook shot. My day's ruined. I mean, he wasn't even. He lets it go behind. Like, Oh, yeah. So Josiah can't block it way back here. Hey, Rick Barnes at least stood up on the next possession. Under a minute. You know, down four. Crunch time. So tonight's game, huh? Yeah, tonight's game, Nate. Well, the question is, are we going to be like we were against Alabama where we shut down a team that is kind of a rim three, up and down type of team, but they don't shoot that many threes and they're terrible when they do? Or do we try and like – or is this going to be more like A&M where they're getting to the basket and we're really struggling because they're getting the line a lot and we're struggling to keep them out of the paint. I would hope the game plan is to sink and sag and play more pack line principles mm-hmm. and keep Arkansas on the perimeter – and force them to take a bunch of threes that they can't make. We are great rebounding when we are kind of like playing, you know, firing on all cylinders. And so if we can get those long rebounds, then we're in great shape on defense. Now, offense could be a struggle because they have two bigs that are really good defensively. I mean, like lights out defensively. Were they transfers, Nate, or were they f- freshmen that just committed to Arkansas? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I don't, I don't remember. I do not remember that. Unfortunately, I'm still on the Furman page over here. Because anyway. it, it feels like Musselman put together a completely different team this year from what he had last mm-hmm. year. Yeah. I feel like he does well, that yeah. every year. Yeah. yeah they, lo- they lost a bunch. Um, but, you know, they're they're great defending around the rim, and their guards are so long and athletic. Like, it is going to be hard for Zakai to catch a ball, even though he, where he seems open, and then be able to pull the trigger. Um, so it's, it's going to be a thing. Uh, yeah, they have to be transfers, they're seniors. Right? So, yeah, Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Uh, so Hickman, pick. 
Uh, I'm going to get some crap for this. I think Arkansas wins a close one. Close and ugly. 69-66. Brett? I, too, have Arkansas winning tonight. Really? 74 to 70. I don't think Arkansas is going to be as good on the road. I think they'll struggle to score, too. I'm going to go Tennessee 68, Arkansas 62. 73-65, Tennessee wins. Hope you're there right. you have it. Huge day today. Baseball this afternoon. Basketball tonight. We'll break it all down for uh, you tomorrow. 15 nothing tonight. Okay. 11-2. I don't care. Like, whatever. Whoa! Whoa! Oh! 12 to 1. Is that is that better? Yeah, a little better. All right, all right. Yeah. Um... We'll talk about it tomorrow. Break it all down for you. And uh, I guess we, we need to talk about the receiver we got over the weekend as well. We'll do that on the football front. Cruton. Keep it locked in for more Fan Run Radio.